0: Founder of dr. dot as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health. With the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week we're going to be talking about a very sombering topic. Depending on when you listen to this episode, the most recent uh, passing of Chadwick Boseman, who you know is famously the lead role in Black Panther. We're going to be talking about colon cancer and you know really the effects of African American health. And really, the importance of you know prevention and screening, and really just you know getting yourselves looked over. So, uh, again, not a very you know hype episode, but I think definitely one where I think lessons need to be learned. And again, we'll we'll talk a little bit about colon cancer, uh, give a little historical information regarding really the importance of you know, colon cancer and screening. So uh, like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, send this out to five friends, let them know uh, of this amazing podcast and podcasting experience. This podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store, living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. At the store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, coffee mugs, even wristbands and more. For a limited time, you can get 10% 10% off your next purchase using the coupon code Empower10, that's Power10. E E-M-P-O-W-E-R 10 E-M-P-O-W-E-R-10. Just go to shop.drbayerpr.com to pick up your purchase and get 10% off today. And remember, 50% of your purchases will be donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, a non organization for high school students. It's going on. Lunchtime community. Dr. Baker here. So I wanted to kind of talk about what's been happening. Of course, uh, this past weekend, depending on when you're listening to this episode, uh, the recent passing with Chadwick Bozeman, as well as most importantly, you know, discussion on not only colon cancer, which we will talk about especially in African American community but really just African American health in general right like i really want you know this discussion of today's podcast episode really just to discuss you know the importance of focusing on health in the African American community and you know why you know something like this right something like colon cancer really just kind of highlights you know a discussion that we've had unfortunately time and time again when it comes to you know disease and diagnosis and treatment in our community So unless you're living under a rock right now, or unless, you know, you're, you know, catching this episode, you know, much... Uh, later than his release, um, just this past weekend, Chadwick Boseman, who uh, you may more more likely have known him from his uh, leading role in Black Panther, uh, but he also uh, portrayed you know you know several African American figures such as Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, in several leading role movies as well. But most importantly, I think uh, the most the most popular uh, you know role that many have known from is his role in the Black Panther um as, as a Black Panther. And uh, what what hit me, right? I remember I remember, you know, getting the message from my wife that, you know, passed away and I was like, Oh, okay, died from colon cancer. Like, wow, okay, that's you know, sad. And but it didn't really hit me, you know, to the level of importance it was, right? So I really kinda slept on it and I kinda thought about, you know, what this, you know, what this kind of meant, right, to an entire community um in in two different facets right so here you had you know again just a young man right he was 43 years old passing away from colon cancer and again we're going to talk about what that means right to pass away from colon cancer at such a young age uh, but he had such a central figure uh in you know our cinematic universe right which is uh you know marvel and most importantly just kind of the you know the role model that we tend to look for when we're looking at television and it was gone and once I kind of woke up and I, once I slept on it and woke up that next morning, it really hit me on, you know, what, you know, some, fortunately sometimes medicine does to you, right? It, it sometimes has this numbing effect where, you know, death doesn't, you know, take as much of a toll as it would a normal person, which again, I think is something that you, you're trained uh, to uh, come accustomed to, right? Because it really is the reality, right? Again, some people, the reality when they go to work, Yes, they may go to take care of patients. They may go to do a project, uh, but their reality doesn't include someone not coming home. And as a physician, especially as a hospital physician, uh, that is a you know real life reality that I face on a day to day basis. Especially now with you know COVID nineteen you know being what it is, um, you know I, I face you know this reality that. The patient I may see in the morning may not be the patient uh, that I'm able to see at nighttime or even the next day uh, just because of life circumstances. So, you know, hearing hearing this gentleman right here this, you know, this uh, accomplished actor, right, passed away at 43, right, leads to a lot of questions. Right. And of course, as a person who is frankly on social media, you know, I, I see the questions kind of coming about, like, how did this happen? Because that's that's what you want to know. right? like how to have it a, someone who's 43 years old, you know, ends up passing away from colon cancer and you, you, get, you tend to get a lot more questions than answers. Right. When we think about colon cancer. Right. So and again, and I'm going to post a link to several of the uh, past podcast episodes and even uh, Empower yourself for better health series episodes that I've done on colon cancer so you can kind of get a, a good background on it. But, you know, for, for the most part, especially for the layman person, right, just to understand that colon cancer is a very slow growing disease process. Right. It's one of the slowest growing diseases that's out there. Right. And it's one of the reasons why we can tell people like, hey, you know, what, get your screening test done, whether it be a colonoscopy or some other test done. And you know, come see us in five to ten years, right? Because we understand that even if something were to start growing that next day, uh, before it became would become a problem, right? That's how long you had, right? So colon cancer again is the third most common uh diagnosed cancer in men and women, right? It's the third leading cause of death in both men and women. But unfortunately, it's also one of the most preventable diseases and cancers out there right and it's and and i think that's what's so troubling about hearing kind of those two facts together that not only is it the most uh you know the third most common you know cancer uh diagnosed cancer in men and women but it's one of the most preventable ones out there right so it's one of those disease pro- these processes that if you know we could go 100% on board in the prevention aspect of it we will prevent a lot of deaths right and again i'm not uh on here to say that you know, if if we would have caught it early, we would have prevented Chadwick's death, right? That's not the point of this discussion. It's just so you guys can kind of get an understanding of uh, what, what that means, right? When you hear, you know, someone passing away from colon cancer, right? Because then that's usually one of the more tougher uh, things and uh, discussions I tend to have with patients, right? Especially in the hospital setting, when they come in for, you know, some vague abdominal complaints, and I have to tell them they not only they have colon cancer, but it's severely advanced. So, you know, Chadwick had, you know, stage three when it was initially diagnosed and by the time he passed away was stage four so and and at this age of and he was diagnosed at the age of 39 and as a medical professional and again for a lot of people you may think like oh well you know 39 is like 39 is crazy young right especially when we think about when we typically will test a person uh, for colon cancer right for the general public, right? General public from a guideline perspective, uh, 50 years old is when we typically will screen someone for colon cancer. And by screening, um, we tend to mean colonoscopies, but I think with you know time has progresses there's a lot more different screening modalities uh you know versus you know invasive colonoscopies virtual colonoscopies uh there's take-home stool tests that you can do so we have a we have a definitely a few treatment and screening modalities to try to look for colon cancer right but you know this is a guy who is 39 when he was first diagnosed right so and in, in the african-american community again i talked about this age of 50 right 50 is kind of our united states guideline on when we should be tested for colon cancer but the american college of gastroenterology you know those who you know do the colonoscopies they say you know what in our african-american community we probably should start a little bit earlier and you, some people may be thinking, like, well, why should we start early? Like, why, why is in the African American community are we having to start earlier uh, than the general public? And really, that's because the disease processes that we tend to find, especially with most cancers, when when the can diseases like colon cancer are found in African and American Americans, they are typically found at a much later stage, and they're typically to the point where they don't serve. And because they're fine on the later stage, they're not uh, able to be treated with the same modalities that they would if they have been caught earlier. And the mortality rate, aka the death rate, is much higher uh, in African-American communities for for colon cancer, right? Which is why they moved up the timetable uh, to 45. Now, and again, when I say 45 or even 50, this is a person who does not have any significant family history, any significant risk factors uh, associated with uh, a higher risk for colon cancer, right? So when we talk about these risk factors, which you'll hear, uh, that that's the person who has no family history, no risk factors whatsoever, doesn't smoke, isn't having abdominal pain, isn't having weight loss, isn't having a change in their bowel habits, and those are the people who can wait up uh, to fifty, or if you're African American, forty-five. Um, but you know, we know again, we don't know, uh, you know, Chad Chadwick's. Um, Uh, history and which is extremely important right and I'm going to talk about this later um, about what we know and what we don't know right but we don't know his history so we don't know if he had a significant family history we don't know what the symptoms were we don't know what caused him to even look for it at the age of 39 but you know Uh, Fortunately, they did right, and he was being treated for it. And apparently, just from our reports, again, like I said, nothing uh, that I could see that was confirmed. He not only went through uh, chemotherapy, but he also had some surgeries as well uh, for from the treatment of his uh, colon cancer. So um, that that leads me to believe, right? That you know, again, this is a disease process that you know, after four years of initial diagnosis, uh, because of you know just the way the disease process works, and maybe even some complications, uh, he ends up passing away. And you know, again, the 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 outcry was you know was palpable, right? The outcry when you know you looked across social media. And you could just see, you know, people, you know, reposting his picture and, you know, saying their words and, you know, you're seeing pictures of kids uh, in their Black Panther outfits, right? Like it's such a touching, you know, moment because I think a lot of times, you know, as we're going through life, and I talk about this before, as we're going through life, a lot of times we don't realize if we're having, you know, the impact uh, that we're setting out to be, right? So clearly, you know, in his short time here on this earth, um, you know, he had such an amazing, Amazing, profound impact uh, that, you know, his his name will definitely live on uh, forever, right? Like, uh, I've already, like, you know, I'm starting to argue with my wife already uh, about, you know, who will have to play Black Panther after him, right? Because it's going to be a huge uh, role to fill and and again i'm I'm in the the side that of course they're going to have someone else do Black Panther because again unfortunately that the the movie ideal of itself is so huge um that the likelihood that they wouldn't do it because uh, he's not there no more is extremely low so the, of course they're going to you know have someone else do it who that someone else is I'm not sure uh, but I know they have big shoes to fill and you know but of course they'll be embraced. Uh, you know, like, like we embrace Chadwick. Um, So, so that kind of moves on to, right, you know, just this understanding of, health really in the african-american community and again i've talked about this uh, before i had uh, dr nicole on when we talked about you know the you know the, the what COVID 19 was doing the african-american community but really this is just you know just the the aspect of you know why we really need to focus on you know the african-american community especially when it comes to health care and just kind of healthy living healthy choices uh, because we understand, right? Again, these are just, again, just some quick facts. Uh, you know, African Americans, right? You know, 35 to 64, 54 percent, 50 percent more likely to have, you know, high blood pressure, right? Two times more likely uh, to die from heart disease, right? Uh, much more likely, uh, especially in, uh, you know, different age groups, right, to have high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, strokes. Um, you know, they're more more likely to die at an early age from all causes, just in general. So it doesn't even matter what the cause is when you break it down by age by age bracket, they are much more likely uh, to die uh, from that, right? Again, heart disease, cancer, stroke, um, you know, is our is our top three. But when we think about some of the societal factors really associated with healthcare um, that also play a role in our health um, that doesn't have to do with disease, right? And you know, African-Americans, again, are more likely to be unemployed, more likely to be living in poverty, more likely not to have own home ownership, right, which is, a, you know, a huge aspect of it, um, you know, more likely to be obese, more likely to be not active, more likely to smoke, and most importantly, more likely to not have seen a physician, right? So these are all of these different factors that get piled on, right, a, a community in which, which, you know, when you're in a community like myself, right, it doesn't surprise me, right? When I see things like COVID-19 is ravishing the African-American community. That's not a surprise to me, right? Because uh, guess what is also doing it? Diabetes. Guess what was also doing it? Hypertension. Guess what is also doing high cholesterol? Like all of these, like you pick a disease course, prostate cancer, colon cancer, like you pick a disease course and you best believe that um, they are likely going to be much more affected. uh, The African-American community going to be much more likely affected by it, right? And again, we we, just kind of speaking on colorectal cancer Right. You know, being black makes me at a 24% chance, higher risk of getting colon cancer than a person who's white. Right. Like, again, just this color my skin. Right. Like, again. so when you think about that, right, you have to think about all of these other different factors that are likely playing a role. And again, it's 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 a killer. Right. Again, it's in general, it's a killer, but specifically uh, in an African American community, which is, again, why you have to do things like move up the timetable. Right. So imagine that a disease process is causing such an issue, such a problem that you have to move up the timetable to try to see if you're going to catch it earlier and earlier. Uh, And again, and that's, and that's what's so tough, right? So even with a timetable that's moved up, right? If you, if you were in Chadwick's shoes, right, you wouldn't even made it to that age where you typically screen, right? So that's again, that's and again that's where you want to you want to think about when we think about just kind of the the culture of healthcare really in our society and you know really being able to kind of, you know, move uh, you know, to and fro, right? Especially when you're trying to you know, ascertain kind of a level of, you know, you know, sanity and mental clarity and wellness, right? Like when you're trying to like, again, you know, our motto, empower yourself for better health, right? When you're trying to do these things and understanding that, you know, the color of skin plays such a factor, such a role, right? It's the reason why, right? It's the reason why you know, you'll, you'll see people like me really kind of champion seeing a doctor, seeing a doctor early, you know, checking, doing, again just, if not anything, sticking your hand in that blood pressure machine at Walmart or Publix or wherever they're at, right, just to get an idea. Uh, because we have to, unfortunately, have to be much more mindful for our care, right, because if we're not, right, by the time you do get to see a Dr. Barry, right, in your community, right, it may be too late. Right, and and I think that's probably the more uh, sobering fact of it all. Right, that uh, even even as you know an actor, right, even as someone who likely had access to health care, and didn't matter. Right, because by the time uh, it was diagnosed, right, again by age thirty nine, thirty nine is young, right, when we think about colon cancer, right, but. You know, when when you think about other risk factors that probably attributed to it, um, it, it, it he was already stage three. And there's only five stages uh, for cancer, right? And stage zero is literally nothing, right? So stage zero is benign, like you don't. Stage zero is like I don't have cancer, right? Stage one is really stage one to stage four. So, you know, by the time he passed away, he was already up to stage four, right? So he was, which means it was already a, a cancer that not only kind of started in the colon, but was spread out everywhere, wherever, everywhere it is, I don't know, right? But like, that's the idea, right? I want you to, especially when you think of, when you hear these terms, stage three, stage four, like, that's what you have to think about. Like, this is a cancer that um, did not stay in this location where just doing surgery would have been enough. Um, but here you have this. This, this, you know, this phenomenal person who, you know, while dealing with this disease, while dealing with the disease, was still able to go out, go to work, right, and perform at his highest level. And I think what was so telling, right, when when you're seeing, you know, a lot of the social media reaction, right, is when you're, you're looking at the reaction from, you know, his fellow actors, right, and actresses and directors and producers who were absolutely shocked and devastated, right, like, this happened, right, like, to the point where, like, he had to be so private, right, with his disease process, right? He had to be so private with his treatments, right? He had to be so private with the ups and the downs of, you know, receiving care for cancer, right? That people around him, people doing movies with him didn't even realize it was happening. And that's where I commend I commend him for that, right? Because again, as a you know, as a physician, right, as a physician, you're sometimes you know in this you know predicament where you're typically having to really deliver bad news, right, and you know try to get that you know come more like that emotional you know uh, conveyance that like yes, I'm giving you this bad news, but I'm here for you, and here you had Chad who despite dealing with a bad news on a day-to-day basis and uh, understanding that he could have easily they he could have easily said you know what i can't do this you know i'm dealing with this cancer i'm just gonna fall back no he he said you know what i need to you know i i have to right like i have to um you know be out here right and do these movies and do these appearances uh because i know i'm living for something much greater for me and that's where i mean that's where i mean the appreciation um you know from me like is like a mile long right like like he will never, not ever get my respect. Like any movie he, like I hear that he's in, I'm gonna make sure I watch and sit and re-watch and sit and re-watch and sit, right? Because a person who is going through that type of, uh, you know, you know, physical struggle uh, with their health care, but still able to give it at all, is someone, you know, that I wanna model, you know, my behavior for. And, you know, someone I want to make sure that when it's up to, you know, when it's up to me, right? When it's up to me and, you know, maybe I'm not feeling, you know, the best that I can, understanding that I'm going to have to take care of patients um, who are feeling much worse. And that's going to be a big driver for me. And I, I'm, that's what I'm hoping, you know, is going to be a driver for some, right? Like, and I, I said it, I said it on my um, uh, my Twitter account that I know that there's going to be some people that is literally going to have their lives saved because he died from colon cancer. Right, because there are going to be some people who are gonna, are likely already receiving phone calls from their family members um, saying, "Hey, did you get your did you get your your colonoscopy or did you get screened for colon?" Like those phone calls are happening as we speak. And for people who would have likely said, you know, I'm going to avoid doing the colonoscopy or whatever that testing is for colon cancer, they're going to go do it, right? Because they're going to have a family member who's going to push them to do it. So for, for that, that's a legacy that, you know, Chad Chadwick's going to have to, uh, you know, he that is going to be placed upon him, right? Like he is going to save a lot of lives, right? Because now that, you know, this disease process, like many, Right, is, is is going to be on the the front page, right? Especially for a while, it's going to be on the front page, right? People are going to really start asking these questions, like, hey, like I'm 39, should I get my colonoscopy, right? And they're going to start asking uh, their doctors, like, is it time for me to a colon- colonoscopy? When and and any other sentence, any other time frame, you probably wouldn't have asked that question. So I pr- appreciate Chad Chadwick for that, and I appreciate you know all he's done uh, for us, you know, especially you know especially with his portrayal. In these movies um, and being able to see someone you know who looks like me and who could be a superhero, who could be you know a baseball player, who could be a ho- like all these things that he's done, right? Like is so appreciative that um, you know it's it's a void that is going to be tough to fill, and um, I, I can only especially as a physician kind of walk in that light of hoping, hopefully leaving a a trail of excellence behind me as a physician, especially as a black physician. um, You know, with when I know there's pre-med people who look up to me when I know there's other medical colleagues of mine uh, who look up to me. um, I I just hope that I can just kind of walk into that light and on the days where I may not feel, you know, 100% ready to go understand that, you know, this is I had. there was this guy who was dealing with colon cancer, but was still showing up to sets, still doing movies, still giving his all. Um, so I can't, you know, make that excuse that like I'm just not feeling it today. Right. Because unfortunately, today is not promised. I've, I've said this before on the podcast and you, you are not promised to leave the hospital. Right. Yeah. Yes, you can come in for a sore throat, but that doesn't mean you'll end up leaving in a hospital. Anything can happen, which is why, you know, when I can discharge a patient from the hospital is one of the happier feelings for me. Because I say, all right. Whew. I was I was able to kind of, you know, keep that promise uh, that, I, that I I kind of say to myself, like anyone who comes in, I hope to try to get them out. And I was able to do that. So, again, we thank you, Chadwick, uh, you know, for such an amazing career, such an amazing life. Uh, you touch so many people. And you know, as as an African American male, um, understand, especially in in healthcare as a physician, understanding, you know, again, this is this is just a wake up call uh, that I hope we all heed and understand that you know, it could have been prostate cancer, right? It could have been lung cancer, right? It could have been a stroke. It could have been anything, right? Because when we think about, you know, healthcare, we understand that, unfortunately, in this country, it's subpar, right, in general, right? Healthcare in this country is subpar in general. So imagine uh, if the the healthcare is already subpar, like, and then it's already, it's more subpar for the African-American community, right? That's why we have to be more proactive. Um, Again, you know, you know, go to, again, if you have not had your recent checkup, get your checkup done, get your annual physical done. Uh, Go to the health clinic if you don't have a doctor. Like, just go see someone. um, If you're of age, like I said, we talked about it, African-American. If you have no symptoms whatsoever, no family history of colon cancer, gastro cancer, um, you're not having weight loss, you're not having, you know, any change in your bowel habits, um, you typically wait till the age of 45. Um, but if you're having any of those symptoms, do not wait till the age of 45, right? And I think that was important because that's what Chadwick did, right? He didn't wait till he was 45 because the guideline said it. He, he was having symptoms, he was having problems, and he went out and do it. Now, of course, again, I, I'll, I know that, you know, getting getting said tests is easier said than done, especially when we talk about the colonoscopy. But that's why there's so many other different tests that may not be as, you know, specific as uh, you know, the actual invasive colonoscopy, but doing you know these stool occult tests and these other tests that are cheaper, um, you know, can can save lives as well too, right? So you know, don't think that if I can't afford to do the colonoscopy, I'm just not going to get any type of screening test done. Like, no, we need to know, and then we deal with how we're going to pay for stuff, you know, later on. That's I think that's the most important thing. So, uh, you know, again, that's that's today's show. Like I said, I wish. I wish I could have been more upbeat. Uh, You know, next week I have uh, Dr. Stephen Noble on. Uh, We're going to be talking about, you know, the the importance of, you know, healthcare and in the black community. Because, again, that's what I'm that's what I'm all about. I love it. Uh, And just really going to talk about him as well, too, because he's, you know, very uh, interesting, phenomenal uh, physician, cardiothoracic surgeon himself. So uh, we'll get back to, you know, our guests next week. But I just wanted to really touch base and, you know, come talk to you guys uh, about, you know, the week, the the passing uh, weekend, uh, because, again, I'd be remiss not to talk about it. Right. Like I'd be remiss not to say like, oh, guys, uh, here comes colon cancer again. So and again, I will leave uh, uh, links in my show notes for all of the past um, you know, blog posts and video. Cause I was looking to see like, I know I've talked about colon cancer before and uh, yeah, I talk about it a lot. And so I've, I've got blog posts, I've got videos, I've got uh older, older podcasts, uh that talked about, you know, the importance of colon cancer, colon cancer screening. So, um, you know, check for that in the show notes. You guys have a great and blessed day and I'm gonna see you guys next week. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my Undying thanks to you for your support. Just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode. Hope you were empowered by today's episode. Please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode. And if you have not already done so, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review. Leave a review there because your support is so 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 valuable for what we're doing here on the Lunch learn and everything with Pierre Medical Consulting. And if you have not done so, go ahead and join the listserv. To join the listserv is very easy. Just grab your phone right now. I'll pause. Join the listserv. You want to text lunch learn pod. This is all gonna be one word, lunch learn pod to 44222 and you'll be on the list serve you'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out you'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because i usually tell my list serve members hey this is what i'm working on These are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on thanks guys you have a blessed day and i'm gonna see you guys next week